everybody. Welcome to another episode of Women Watch Wrestling. got a lot of stuff to go through so i'm not even gonna give us a long intro today um let's just jump into clash of champions so we can get this bullshit over with uh, <laughs> i don't even remember what the pre-show match was so i'm just gonna skip to the main show first match was jeff hardy versus Sami Zayn versus aj styles and a ladder match for the intercontinental championship <laughs> what do y'all rate this match okay when me and Lady J watched it, I had predictions throughout this match of just how this match was going to go. I will say, Sami Zayn was clever. I'm going to give it about a three or three five because the match wasn't bad to watch because the stunts in the match and... But I just knew. I knew. I was like, okay. It's a trick up Sami Zayn's sleeve. So I'm going to give it a three five. It wasn't bad to watch. It was very entertaining and it was very... It was a lot of risk taken throughout this match but um ultimately i did know from the get-go that Sami Zayn was still gonna win this match although his competitors are jeff hardy and aj stop i would definitely give it um three five it wasn't a bad match at all it was very clever of Sami Zayn to do what he did and i thought that was pretty cool um i'm a little afraid for jeff hardy's future but um, I don't think that it was a burial because AJ. That means AJ Styles would have been buried too. I mean, yeah. it's about time for it's about time for Sami Zayn to get something and not be a little, you know, do boy, microphone boy, fan boy. So I, I mean, yeah. So I, I'm yeah. not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. At first, I gave this match a like three, three, five. But after the night went on and going back to actually watch the match again and stuff like that. I actually get this match a four. This is a good match. Especially compared to what happened that night. Um especially to all the other especially compared to all the other matches I should say that happened that night. So that's my rating. Um I don't really particularly love how it ended, but it's Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. But can't expect too much. So all in all, so the next match was Zelina versus Asuka for the Raw Championship, Women's Championship. What do y'all rate this match? Well, I, I guess I can start. Um, it was all right. I mean, considering I'm trying not to be so biased, no. but let me let me help you out. I got this match at two. <laughs> Zelina was not ready There's for Asuka. No- Right, this match was this match was the Bill Zelina character. It was yeah. a BS because they had nobody else to fight Oscar, and it was obvious. So yeah, <laughs> I think that was bad. that wasn't and, and and to to Bill Zelina's character. I mean, they're giving her a slight push, and I I promote that, you know. But yeah, it, to 
you helped me out. Thank you, Just Love. Yeah, you you was trying to be nice and stuff. Like, nah, that match was trash. <laughs> Let's call a spade a spade. <laughs> she tried. She tried. She did. I love the effort. Because, you, you know, I love the effort. Positivity. I'm trying not to be biased, but, I mean, it doesn't make sense. WWE got to get out of that that mentality, like, and I'm not striving to compare it to AEW, but that's what that's a, another thing that I watch. At least they have number one contenders. You know what I'm saying? It's like now with WWE, they give you a little snaz match, and whoever wins get to face the champion. So, you know, Doodle Brown could come and beat three people and get a shot at the title. Like, I don't know. All right. Two. Sorry. Um, yeah. I, I was just going to say two, two, so... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, um, but to your point, Lady J, um, see WWE, their their Raw and SmackDown women's roster is very questionable at this point. Like they don't really have a breakout star, and the one breakout star they do have is Oscar or is Bailey, um, and maybe Sasha, but all the rest of them are kind of just. I don't know if they figured out what to do with them. I don't know if they just, you know, their their wrestling caliber isn't high enough to compete with the three top people. Or technically, we'll say five because I, I got to put Shayna and um and Nia in that. But yeah, I don't know. It's very because I I sit and I watch Raw and SmackDown women. Compared to not even AEW to compared to NXT women, and I just be like, "What are y'all doing, bro? Like, what are y'all doing, SmackDown? Like, y'all are letting NXT women shit on y'all all the way, <laughs> all so 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 heavily. Like, it's a, it's, I don't know, I don't know. And then the people that they got that could meet the caliber of those top five that I named or whatever." The people that they got, they ain't using. Because what? where's Bianca besides doing these little itty-bitty S promos? Like, come on now. Uh, but Lady J, what you got to say? I was going to agree. And you you mentioned Shayna and Naya. They didn't even wrestle that night. Like, they didn't even wrestle exactly. at Clash of the Champions. Like, yo, y'all killing me, man. Y'all killing me, WWE. All right. <laughs> Yeah, like, it's just, it makes me sad because I love, you know, I love the women's division, y'all. Y'all but know I they live for the women's division. So somehow in the last, yeah, but, like, two years, we went from, oh, man, we got this large, like, large women's division. We got a pay-per-view to just block. I don't, I don't understand right. what happened. Yeah, so the ball got dropped somewhere. And honestly, with... Charlotte and Becky out of the equation at this point in time, they're making the women's division right now make it seem like it can't live without Charlotte and Becky. That's that's what they're making it look like because after they left, what what is what's been going on? Like it's just been like, what is this? <laughs> they barely get matches on the show, and the matches they are getting just like what? Like where? How do we get here? So, I mean, and I will say SmackDown is better than Raw, though. SmackDown is way better than Raw. Most definitely. They both, 
but they both need to do some work. But I didn't mean to get on that soapbox right now. We need to get through Clash of Champions so I can get on other soapboxes later. All right. Um, the next match was Apollo versus Bobby Lashley. Apollo Cruz versus Bobby Lashley for the United States Championship. Of course, Bobby Lashley won with the Hurt Business. I'll go first. I got the match of two. Next. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired of that. Like, two. It's going to have to be. I'm sorry. Like, we're tired, too. Too, you said like it's. I like the hurt business, but this particular situation, just yeah, we got to get on other soapboxes later about this. So, too. All right, so next up we got uh, Adrane and Angel Garza versus the Street Profits for the Raw Tag Team Championship, and I would like to go first on this one. The one thing I I went into this match thinking that Adrane and Angel was gonna win. I'm not going to lie. I love the Street Profits, and I am down for the Street Profits. But after all this back and forth between the two of them, uh, between the two of these teams, after they finally got rid of Zelina, after they finally, you know, actually started looking like a team, it just, I, I was just like, okay, okay, maybe they trying to go somewhere with here, with this. You know what I'm saying? So I, I thought this match was going to be way better than it was. Um, the count out was wrong because the dry day definitely kicked out the mid signal. They had mid signals because, um, Angel got hurt. So they had to end the match early, but at the end of the day, I was expecting better. And, um, you know, what I thought was going to happen didn't happen. And the, the match was just kind of blah to me. Uh, <laughs> it could have been better had it went longer, but it was like an abrupt stop. <laughs> so I get this match at like a 2.5. Yeah, you're pretty on it today. Um, it's about the same. I didn't I think they look this was the best that they've looked to me as a tag team, but still it's it's old. It's played out. I'm tired. It's nothing really new, new. You know, it's not like redundant. Yeah, That's so I'ma have to give that a two. I'm on the two bandwagon because I just felt like how many times have we seen them fight? And not only that, like, yes. Okay. I try to give it a little hope. I'll say, okay, Selena gone now. Like they're going to show Well, it's almost like, um, when everybody separated from Titus worldwide, I know that's like a bad reference, but it was just like, okay, let's, let's see what, and Apollo, he did what he had to do, but Dana, we still working on that. But it's the same way with them too. You thinking that this match was gonna show them, like, and it's still almost like they can't. They work together as a team, but they still are very like, I want my shine, and it just, I'm sick of seeing it. You just might as well let them both be independent and singles competitors and see how they work because <laughs> this is not working. So the next match is Bailey versus wait, oh yeah, Bailey versus Oscar. <laughs> I'm confused myself. <laughs> What? I forgot. Uh, Bailey versus Asuka um, for the SmackDown Women's Championship since Nikki Cross was not cleared to compete. Um, Bailey issued an open challenge and Asuka accepted the open challenge. Um, what do y'all rate this match? Or if you want to call it that. It wasn't a match because then yeah. uh, Sasha Banks <laughs> come out there. With the chair, yeah, it was no, 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 wait, 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 wait. It was a match. It was definitely a match, but because Oscar was being Oscar and doing Oscar stuff, 
Bailey hit Oscar with a chair so she could get a DQ. Oh. So Oscar technically won by DQ, but, but Bailey retained the championship because it was a championship match and champions champions advantage. Wow. Um, which is a stupid rule to me. I think that's some bullshit. It is. I think they need to revisit this champions advantage thing. Cause whatever. Whatever. I digress. Um but yeah, then Sasha showed up and did her thing. Well, that's the part I like. The Sasha coming yeah. back, you know what I'm saying? So I really don't even rate that match. I just don't like. The I didn't either. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't like not... how she came back with that the neck brace still on though. I just yeah, like what are you yeah. doing? Like sis, you got a whole neck brace on. Like what you gonna do when you rubbing your neck and trying to do revenge? I mean, it looks stupid with the neck brace on, but neither you know she didn't give her clearly as much as she should have. But either way, I mean. Sasha came, so I guess that's the part I highlighted because I surely forgot that Bailey even did the chair thing. So I mean, it's other women out there, man. I don't know. That should have been somebody else's chance, I guess. That's how I feel. I'm gonna give it a one. I I truly feel that it should have been somebody else's chance. Like, I love you, Oscar. I do, but you're not even on SmackDown. Like Anybody could have came out. Man, y'all could have had Bianca out there. That's y'all what I said. Carmella come back. Y'all could have came out. I, I'm just, I was just so blown because I was just like, I mean, really? It's Oscar, but I guess Oscar is the only one that actually can strike fear into Bailey. I guess whatever. That whole, the whole open challenge BS was all a ruse just to get to the Sasha thing. So. That's what that's what you can rate <laughs> the Sasha thing. <laughs> and see, and see. Oh, go ahead. I apologize. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm. A, I'm. A wait, I was wait. gonna ask, like, okay, so if these people are not cleared to wrestle, you know, what I'm saying, like, when did you do your COVID test? You know, what I'm saying right. it's, it's it's messing with the storylines. Like, I don't know. Like, these you know, people, I don't know. Um, my bad. I was about to say, you know who I wanted to go out there? I wanted Alexa Bliss to go out there. Mm. That shit would have been kind of lit. She she a little busy right now, but we'll talk about that later. Right. Yeah, another soapbox <laughs> for later. <laughs> All right, Miss Bree, we'll let you rate this match, or if you want to uh, call it that. Mm. Like, I, I, I was hoping that Bianca Belair was going to come out. I just, and I'm glad Sasha came out, but they didn't use it to the full fledged because she still had a neck brace on. So I'm gonna give it like a two five three, like, and it's solely based off the Sasha thing, which was the highlight. Cause Oscar, man, yeah, they could have. I wish Bianca would have came out or Naomi or somebody. Like all these people that we could have picked from that we ain't even seen. But yeah, that's that's my two cents. We've said it. Yeah. Um, so the next match is Randy versus Drew in an ambulance match for the WWE Championship. Um, who wants to go first on this one? What do y'all rate this match? I can go first. Um, I actually like the match. Um, it 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 could have went. It's two ways to look at it. Like, wow, you know, Drew not strong enough to hold his own type thing. But it was good to see, um, you know, 
the the older people come in and and the people that Randy Orton have beat, it was good to see them kind of come in and get revenge. Yeah, so it made it more interesting because you was wondering, okay, who's coming out next? You know, oh, we see mm-hmm. see this person. Is this person gonna come out? You know, so that was pretty cool to see that a genuine disdain for Randy Orton. So the the storyline of it was pretty all right. It was a good match. Um, um, it was a lot of it was it was some blood. When he when he um Claymore kicked the the ambulance door, I thought that was cool. So it's a lot of things that make this match great. It was it was a good match. I give it a four, not necessarily a five because I don't think it's five level, but definitely a four. I give it a four, four point five. Um, like you said, it was two ways to look at this match. It could have been. Um, oh, he wasn't, like you said, good enough to hold his own. But I don't think it was about that. It was about how Randy, quote, you know, air quotes, quote unquote, the legend slayer or whatever, a legend killer. And okay, all of these legends that you done, quote unquote, you know, you done got, which, you know, it ain't even quote unquote. He really done snuck up on them and got them. Now they rising from the dead. And now we're going to show you this is whose who side we're on. And it was entertaining. It was a really entertaining situation to watch. Um, granted, I do feel like you can notice like some of the glitches in the match as far as somebody may have not been on cue all the way. Um, and I think that has to do with camera angles and they're trying to master not having a live audience, um, per se. So they're trying to pull off a little bit more tricks and stunts and it's, it's interesting to see. And they did a very good job with this match doing that. So I do, I give it like a 4.5 actually. Uh, I gave this match a five. This is my five of the night. This match was great. I love this match uh, for all the reasons that y'all have already said. And to to the people that, you know, that say that this match showed that Drew can't beat Randy on his own. That's BS because Drew already proved that he could beat Randy on his own. Mm-hmm. It's like the third time they done fought. And Drew won most of those times. The only one times Randy, I remember Randy winning was like the tag team matches. So I thought this match was amazing. Uh, <laughs> as soon as as soon as the bit show showed up, I knew the rest of them was coming. Only thing, you know what would have made this match just like the icing on the cake, the sprinkles, you know, and the candlelit was if. Uh, Edge would have been the one to spear him into the ambulance. That would have been it. I would have been so, like, I was just waiting on it. I was like, Edge gonna come out with a spear, like, somewhere. I don't know where, but he's coming back and he's coming out with a spear. But it didn't happen. Um, All in all, I think finishing the match with the skull kick was was a good topper, though. Was was a very good cherry on top. I think um, that was extra to me because he took too long. Like it was a lot of huffing and puffing, a lot of huffing. And right. when it looked like he did it, and when I mean when he did it, it looked like he missed. It looked like he missed from that angle. It looked like Randy just jumped to sell it. But I don't think it was a lot of huffing and puffing for you to miss the kick. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> it's all right. I, I I get what you mean. I get what you're saying. All in, if now, if he wouldn't, if he would have not landed it, like if it wouldn't have finished the match, then I would have been like, all right, nah, y'all, y'all doing too much. But I don't know because because it actually effectively finished the match. I think I was just like, okay, that's that was okay. I got you, cherry on top. I see you, 
And then the whole Ric Flair driving the ambulance, that was just, you know, I, I could dig it. I love this match. This match was amazing to me. Um, I feel like it should have been the main event, but we're not going to get into that. Next up, uh, <laughs> please, uh, Lord. Um, next up, Jay Uso versus Roman Reigns for the uh, Universal Championship. And and I guess the head seat at the table slash the tribal chief position slash whatever the hell else um, they fighting for that's not the championship. What would y'all rate this match? Who gonna go first? <laughs> I'll go first. That's fine. I'll go first. Um, but I don't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to um, impede my opinion on everybody else. So, um, but here it is. I think this match was trash. I, I think it was necessary. I do understand the necessity in why this match happened. They're trying to, you know, make sure everybody understands how heel Roman is now. Whoop-dee-doo. But <laughs> I really just, just not, I was not feeling it. I just was not feeling it. I thought it was going to be actually a good match, and it wasn't. It was terrible. I gave this shit a one. It shouldn't have been the final. It should not have been the main event, especially after seeing the ambulance match. Mm. I just, the best part of the match was the fact that Roman Reigns had on no shirt. That's what I rate this <laughs> Okay. So, wait, say your rating. What was your rating? One more time. <laughs> it was a one, a uno, one, zero, uh, what is O N E? Okay. So, um, I guess I give it a one, one point, like it don't get above a two for me. And because like you said, I do understand why, like, like Roman is healed. Everybody been wanting him to be healed. Granted, once again, I don't like how it happened. I'm, I'm not against this happening. I'm just don't like how it happened. And then the Okay, it may in one way boost Roman Reigns to be fighting Uso, you know, whatever. But it doesn't help the appearance or the outlook outlook of Uso's character itself, especially with his bro- like. Yeah, I was not. I wasn't thrilled about how it went down. Like, and I, I just feel like they could have picked somebody better. Not necessarily saying that Uso is not good, but that's not his level of competition either. It's like you put somebody, no offense to Uso, like they are not in the same competition ring. You know what I'm saying? As far as type of competitors, type of strategies at all. And it's just like, they just build it off the storyline of they were already family. And it's just like, I'm going to embarrass my family on TV. And this is going to get us ratings. And then Oos is out there looking all pitiful. And then his brother I mean, had to come. And first of all, is that was that even legal for his brother to come out and just wave? The, was that legal? Uh, and that's questionable. I have no idea. But to, to the point, I understand why it's family. I understand why it's not like a, like a big superstar. Well, I keep... Uso is a big superstar, but I can understand why it's not a big singles competitor, why it is a family member or whatever. Because 
when you when you get to the point where you can destroy your family, then you you truly heal. I get. I yeah. mean, that, that's a that's a terrible way to say it, but that's kind of the concept of where they're going going with, and the fact that they keep kind of pushing this whole chief island, a chief of the island. This is my island. You know, I head think. of the table type thing. It it makes it it makes it makes it make more sense that he goes after some more more Samoans. You know, his I family. Also, um, persona is somewhat like there's personas um, are finna change like somehow again, like because that's what that's like. I like I get what you're saying. So that's a pivotal change. Now he has to feel like. He got to prove himself to get on top like that. You know, I, I just got shame. Now it's time to me. I got to get to a point where I can redeem myself. So I think they personas, you know, that's just a little sidebar note. You know, I, I really think that this was supposed to happen. And I'm not mad at it from Roman standpoint, but it looks like, you know, Oos look like a little punk. Like, I don't like yeah. that. Hey, I don't aspect. like them bitching Oos like that. I think You don't you, have to do J. that. Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, you can that's do it the other way. I mean, yeah, that's what you were saying, but, you know, it's just the, the it, it discredits Oos on so many levels because it's like, yo, like, did you have to make him look like that? And granted, and then with his brother coming out, throwing out the towel, like, like Miss Bree said, like, you know, that is legal. Technically, somebody can throw in the towel. You know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody throw in the towel, they throw, you know, that that is legal. But, you know, I don't know. That that makes him that don't that doesn't make him look like a good um singles competitor. It makes it look like, yeah, you know, you the baby. You need your big brother type thing. And granted, every nobody can discredit the Usos you know, record because they're a great tag team, but to 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 do it like that in but for Roman, I mean he had to do what he had to do, you know? So I I don't I don't like how it makes Oos looks. But overall, I mean it was an alright match. I mean Oos tried his best. It just made Roman look like a chief, a tribal chief. That it, it does. It just I don't like how they they messing with the the family though. Like that to me, that aspect of family, looking at their history, you know what I'm saying? Like they've always been a collective, or it, it hasn't been a situation from my knowledge, and I'll have to research it. But from my knowledge, it hasn't been a situation to where like the family really had to really tear each other up like that. Right. So the culture of it, it it's kind of whack. You could have did it in other ways, but give and take, they gotta have Roman be a heel, and he can't have sympathy on his family. But I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to rate that. I, I, I'm really, I don't know. And I think the only reason the whole Jimmy thing was a factor was because Jay was like, "I ain't saying that shit." <laughs> I like, I, I just feel like Jay was like, "Nah, bruh." <laughs> Not today, Oos. That was another. That that was highlight number two of the uh, match. Also, when he was just like, "Not today, Oos." All right, so that was Clash of Champions. Overall, it was a decent pay per view. It at least had a well for me. It had a number five, a five scoring match. But to move on, this 
So I don't even know what to start with. I guess we can start with Raw. I don't know if we're going to technically be in any particular order, if that makes sense. Um, but, okay, there's a lot that's been happening. Um, one, I want to ask about this uh, Murphy and Aaliyah thing. Can I go first? How do y'all feel about this? Please, can I go first? Yeah. No, please yes. go first. All right. Yes. Okay, so, okay, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's legal, but Murphy is like, Oh, like it makes him. It, oh, I don't like the angle because it makes him look predatory. Even though we know that that's not the case, but it's like, what are you bonding with a nineteen-year-old for if you thirty plus? You know what I'm saying? Like Murphy was old, even though in the storylines they don't really say his age. But after it's been going down, I I googled it. I'm like, bro, I was born when I was born, like in the '80s. You know what I'm saying? Like. Aaliyah is a whole 19-year-old. I don't like that angle. You couldn't find nothing else to do. You couldn't find nothing else. Like, you really had to go that way. I don't like that, but I do like the fact that, you know, they gave him enough, uh, you know, balls to step up to Seth because Seth was punking him out. You know what I'm saying? So it's two ways to look at it, but I don't like the Aaliyah situation. That That's kind of, that's cringy to me, but it's neat. I feel like that's a little sister you know what i'm saying like your little sister age you're not maybe flirty age you know i don't know i don't know i think that samoa joe <laughs> said something real like said something really real he was just like he was like you can't really get mad that your family getting put into this when you bring in your family every week you get what i'm saying it was something along those lines but i was just like that's real like you how y'all gonna sit here and just be be all upset about the fact that um well I do agree with the age thing. That's kinda weird. But like you said in storyline, they don't really say his age. And they kind of make him look young. Not like actual aesthetic, but just his demeanor and how he acts and stuff like that. They make him I don't know. They they make him look younger. I don't know. But I I just you know I feel like they was gonna find a way to put her in the storyline. I'm surprised they ain't found a way to do more with the mom yet. But they I just so I can handle how they're putting her in this storyline more than how they could have put her in the storyline. If that makes sense, because they were coming around too much. Like you got to do something. We got to put you to work. <laughs> But I feel you. I feel you. It does. When you actually put in both, when you factor in the age of both parties, it is kind of like, yeah. And I mean, it's nothing else. It's nothing (laughs) else. Like, seriously, it's nothing else. You had to go that level. Like, everybody's already tired of the Murphy, Seth, you know, Ray Mysterio family drama. But you're still, like, going on about it. Like, come on. I feel like there are different ways they could have put her in the storyline, but I also feel like there are worse ways they could have put her in the storyline too. So out of the worst ways, I'll accept this type thing. That's, that's how, that's what I'm saying. Um, Ms. Bree. I think you're saying it all for me. I think it could have <laughs> happened. They they just chose the. It's almost like let's choose the worst possible angle and let's just go for it. You could have 
tried this a different way. <laughs> Definitely. And it's we're proving that now, but it's what WWE does. You know, they, they don't. They just that you know they don't reinvent nothing. They no. don't reinvent the wheel. They just this is kinda, how it works. So this is what we're doing. Right. They just spray paint the wheel and make it look new. Ah, uh, yeah, I get it. Okay. Um. So oh um. So we um, so I'm just gonna have to jump because there's so much that's connected at this point. So everybody knows that Seth Rollins is now on Friday Night SmackDown. Um, go ahead, but I got a theory. This is his first. This is his first time on SmackDown in his career, so that's interesting. I I'm a little upset that they sent Ray and D- Dominic to SmackDown. Also, though. Like I thought that was I thought this was the end. I I saw the light at the end of the tunnel and then they announced Ray and Dominic and I was just like Damn. I throw it to you guys. They're gonna uh, run it dry. Oh sorry, go ahead, sis. Go ahead, Miss. No, Ray. well you no, mine's is on it's yeah, you go ahead. Mine's is at the tail end of this. Just go ahead. I just feel like they're gonna run it dry. And considering that um, you know, SmackDown views are better than raw you know what i'm saying i don't know what they're trying to do if they're trying to balance it i don't know but your ratings are low on a raw why would you continuously continuously oh lord say it for me continuously why would you that word why would you bring some of the same storylines to the show that got better ratings you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't get it. But I, I do like the fact that Seth and Roman are on the same show and they both heal. So that, yeah. that's something I'm looking forward to. But I ain't Ray and Dominic, like we're tired. And then they said it on SmackDown. Yeah, you know, he thought we were done. Da, 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 da. Hell, we all prayed that you were done. You know what I'm saying? So now what you gonna do? You gonna make SmackDown ratings go down? Because SmackDown ratings are higher than Raw's. And that's the bottom line. I don't know. Uh, uh-uh. um, I, I, okay. So I'm gonna say my two cents. That's how I felt. I was like, this is they just gonna stream this, this little milk this cow till it's dry, till it can't milk it no more. But I am very the part that I want to just really highlight is after looking at the draft, realizing that Seth and Roman are back in the same place, and there is no shield. They are both healed, and like. They supposed to be at the healest they done been. So I'm interested because at some point I'm hoping that they just go ahead and just hurry up and wrap this up to entertain a new storyline. And it's that storyline. Cause I'm really interested to see how that's going to go. But they, before we even see that yeah, like you said, we're going to see them milk this mysterious storyline till they can't milk it no more. <laughs> One thing that kind of upsets me about, Ray and Dominic going to SmackDown, especially if I if something doesn't happen tomorrow on Raw. Um, I was actually looking so forward to see seeing how this Umberto and Dominic tag team was about to transpire and go. Like that was about to be a nasty tag team. It it's already proven to increase Dominic's 
skills because he pulling out new moves now that he wasn't pulling out before. And for them to just kind of, I don't know. I would have been very interested if they would have split Ray and Dominic up. Like if Ray would have been on SmackDown and Dominic would have still been on Raw. Now that's who you can split up, but I'll talk about that later. But that's, that's my two cents on that. But yeah, I was I was very disappointed when I saw they put both all three of them on SmackDown together. I was excited to see Seth on SmackDown though. That like that that made my day. I I did wonder though, like, can you still be a Messiah without disciples? Um, and what is his name gonna be now? Cause Friday Night's Messiah don't have the same ring to it, so. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we back to Monday Night Rollins. No, wait, no, he on SmackDown. He on SmackDown, yeah. He, so, this is his first time on SmackDown. So, ain't no nicknames <laughs> that we can pull from that we know of. Mm. So, yeah. Um, I I thought the Braun and Keith Lee, I had to mention this match. That match is good, even though half most most of the good parts wasn't the actual match. Um, but what since speaking of the fact that raw ratings are trash, um, Braun, <laughs> after Braun got counted out of that match, he was just like, you go count me out after I bring ratings to this show. I had to rewind to make sure that's what he said. Um, and I think there was a couple of cuss words in between that I, I skipped, but that was hilarious. So talk about ratings. I think that is a wonderful push for Keith Lee. Um, He's he's not coming in with the little shucking and jiving. And I I really like that push. Even um, I was watching that with the homie. And he was like, yeah, I like Keith Lee. I like Keith Lee. Because, you know, he's, he's doing what he's supposed to do. Even though I don't like his music change, I got over that because they're actually using him. And I like the fact that they're using him not with just Drew. You know what I'm saying? He's building yeah. the name for himself on the main roster. So I like that, actually. I hope that they don't pull a burial thing with Bray. I mean, with, uh, not Bray, Lord Hammers, with Braun. Because, I mean, remember, they have buried Braun before. I mean, come on now. So, well... Well, I think the Raw Underground thing kind of revived Ron a little bit. Like, I I thought the whole Roman Bray Braun thing was the burial for Braun. But then they kind of took him and put him on Raw Underground. And then they put him against, like, this the biggest dude of Raw Underground. And that was, like, this epic whatever. And it was just like, okay. I see what y'all doing here. So they, they I think they, they're reviving Braun. I don't think that was a burial. But uh, uh-uh, yeah. I can't I can't agree with that match because that match between him and Big Dude, it was supposed to be more than that. That was a cat match. The promo on the KO show was better than the match. <laughs> Touche. You know what I'm saying? Like that match. Touché, was supposed yeah. to, we supposed to remember what happened on that match. That match was poo compared to the promo. They could have did more with that. Well, I don't think oh buddy, the uh the dude that he went against, I don't think he's experienced enough for for somebody like Braun, if that makes sense. Like I I just yeah, that's where I'm at. I don't I don't agree 
Because, I mean, when you standing head to head and face to face with this big dude, bring what you have. You know what I'm saying? You have enough to beat up people for weeks on Raw Underground. Granted, they're not on the same level as Braun, but you, 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 with your, who you are, you don't have to have that experience. You a big dude that can handle your own. So they kitty land that. That was a kitty land match. It was supposed to be. Go ahead. Well, what I'm saying is, I think they quote unquote kitty land the match because they saw how unexperienced this dude really is against Brian. Like it's easy to throw it's easy to throw around these little dudes every week. Um, and these semi bit dudes, like it, it, that, that seems simpler to me. And then that was like that big guy. That was his first real competition, and it was Braun Strowman. So I don't Bro. know. I, I just, I just feel like I just feel like the dude, his opponent was wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. Yeah, I just feel like he wasn't ready, and they saw that he wasn't ready during the match, and just kind of went with whatever felt right, I guess. I don't know. I, I, uh, so we're learning some things about retribution. Um, Finally. Like, <laughs> like, so Ali is like supposed to be the leader of retribution. This is great because number one, um, I have to say that when they let those people show half the people who they are or whatever, it killed, to me, it killed the retribution thing, especially like somebody like Mia Yim. Like her name is not even Mia Yim on retribution. Like, come on. Like it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people that built themselves on NXT and they were looking like jobbers after they started revealing themselves. You know what I'm saying? But then Ali came with somebody else who needed that push because I mean, come on, like after he got hurt, and Kofi became champion, it was like people forgot about who Ali was. So mm-hmm. that was a good push, you know what I'm saying? Because he came back as a jobber with uh, Babyface Ricochet and Babyface Apollo. I thought they just used Ali to replace Cedric Alexander. So I was like, oh my God, like, what are y'all going to do with Ali? But then for him to become, so for them to be like, oh, yeah, you know, get him. Like, oh, shoot. Okay, this might give Retribution and Ali another angle, so I like it. Miss Bree, uh, well, I, I think <laughs> I agree. Like I like it. Um, one, I was excited because I was like, "Dang, it just took us forever. We've been going on this storyline since when? Right after WrestleMania, trying to figure out who these people were." Um, I think it shows what we originally been trying to see in Mustafa Ali. Um, like it's showing that he has, I think the first time they tried to amp his character, you know, when we were seeing all the little clips from outside and stuff, and he was trying to, trying to show how tough he was. It just wasn't working. Like, it was just like, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? And now this is a time to show him like, okay, all the people, it's like everyone that they tried to, everyone that has capabilities that they're trying to soup under the rug is like, okay, we sick of this. We're going to show you what we're capable of. We're going to tear you to shreds. And him leading it all is kind of like, okay, I'm interested. You got my attention. You've had it for the couple of for the last couple of months, not even know who these people were. So let's see where we go from here. Lady J. Okay, so basically my question now is, was Ali the hacker? 
You know what I'm saying? You remember that hacker? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is a spoiler. I I don't I it's possible. I have no idea. That's a good ass question. I um I think that I think the dude with the locks on retribution, like the Vitu, I think that's the dude that was the commentator that got slammed by uh Brock. I think it is. It is him. Look, when they first, like, when me and Yim and them came out, first of all, let's talk about the fact that they had these masks on and they was treat, they was treating Retribution, the people that was talking for Retribution, they was making it seem like we're not supposed to know who these people are. And it's just like, bruh, this is clearly me and Yim. Like, what you mean? Like, <laughs> so that, that was kind of, that, that kind of blew me a little bit. Cause it was just like, bruh, we know who these people are. Like you can't, you can't tell me, but they only did that for the women and they had the least amount of mask on the dudes. I'm still trying to figure out some of them dudes, um, but the dude with the locks, I really do think that's that commentator. Um, I also think that's the dude, he was on raw underground and he got beat up by the hurt business. The first time they came, I think, I think Bobby Lashley, uh, came in and was just like fighting dudes like try to pit dudes out the crowd and fight or whatever and i think he was one of them but, oh i remember that i remember what you're talking about yeah like he had these long locks and these plaid pants mm-hmm. yeah so i i think all of those are the same person but um i digress <laughs> so we already started talking about the draft um one thing before we continue with the draft, um, one NXT thing that I don't know if y'all heard about yet, but uh, somebody has moved back to NXT. And do y'all know who it is? Is it Charlotte? No, Ember no. Moon. Yes, 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 yes. It is Ember Moon. She has moved back to NXT. Yeah, I got ice cream truck behind me. Um, there's an ice cream truck outside. <laughs> I'm so sorry, you guys. Uh, it's a little, it's a little music in for you know background music for us. But <laughs> but that but goes, yeah, to, that goes to show it proves your point. Somebody said early in this podcast that NXT mm-hmm. women are more utilized so for her to want to go back and okay with going back means that hey you know y'all wasn't treating me like i supposed to be treated right so well i think i'm interested to see because i like ember moon and i feel like they just flopped her she was one of those people they just flopped like yeah they and they flopped her before she even got hurt Right. <laughs> I think the injury gave her time to think and, and recalibrate. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. She got a new persona. Well, it's it's new-ish. Like, she got new clothes. She got a new wardrobe or whatever. Um, she shaved the sides of her head, so no more braids. Um, and she got new music. I'm not loving it yet, but I'm going to give it some time. Um so I'm I'm so excited and I'm so interested to see what they're gonna do with her um, on NST because, like I said, NST women is they are doing it, bruh. 
NST women are doing it. And I will put them against any other brand, including AEW women's, because AEW women's division need to. Uh, they they got some work to they do. They need work too. Opinion. And I agree. That's, so NXT women NXT women by far are the best women on the the rosters as far as NXT, AEW, SmackDown, and Raw. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So um, but we already talked about Seth. Um oh Lord. <laughs> I forgot. They split up the new day, y'all. Oh yeah! Oh my God! I was like, what? And they was looking like, what? Like, no, it's like they, they, I, I don't even think they really even knew for real. Like prior to that happening, that that was happening. Like, what? So, mm. um, mm. okay. I, I, it's a few ways I look at it. If you're going to split it, I don't understand the split. If you want to push Big E as a singles competitor, he can still do that and be in New Day because wasn't Kofi still with New Day and the champion? So miss yep. me with Thank that. You. Miss me with that. As far as merchandise is concerned, New Day by far has the best merchandise as far as sales. At least one of the top five that's there right now, New Day. Come on now, you got to think. You, you got the cereal. You got your, you, you know what I'm saying? They doing the outside stuff together as a unit. I don't agree with that. I, if you want to push Big E, fine, but I don't agree with that. Now, granted, did I think Big E was excited when he saw Kofi and Xavier Woods? No, he just finished the match. He didn't give me that excitement. You know, he was like, oh, you know, yeah, you back. It's kind of like, yeah, you know, I see you back or whatever, you know, but he still hugged him and said, you know, New Day rocks because he just came from a real brutal um, match with Sheamus, and that was a good match, by the way. But and then the next week, you give him a farewell match, like against the same people. Like I don't understand what was the logic behind that. And on top of that, like I don't know, I I don't I love New Day, but they just come back and get the championship. Like what? But it's neither here nor there. I don't like what they did. They could have kept them together. You keeping the her business together. You keeping all these other factions or whatever together. Why you can't keep somebody that's been there for years? Like you might get tired of the new day look or whatever the case may be. But let's just say Big E does not. He can't wrestle by himself, and he's been doing good without Kofi and um um Xavier Woods. You know what I'm saying? The granite. That was a good match, by the way, between them because Xavier Woods came pulling out some moves I haven't seen in a long time or either ever. So, hey, Xavier Woods did his thing on that match. However, change their look. Don't separate the group. It doesn't make sense, but that's just my two cents. I'm glad you mentioned the fact that they're keeping, up, keeping together the Hurt Business. Like, they ain't even a real tag team. You keeping together a faction versus keeping together a tag team. But that's that's the only thing I wanted to say. Uh, Miss Bree? I'm just hurt. Because I'm just hurt. Like, <laughs> when I saw it, because I literally watched SmackDown today. And I was just like, on the so I just sunk into the sofa. And, and when the camera went back on them, like, they, yeah, like, they, no, I'm just not. I, like you said, like Lady J said, like, 
Kofi is a single competitor and still was a new day. They got the number one sales. Like they can still have Big E can be Big E with the new day. And I guess in a way I get it. Like they at some point they gotta tear every tag team apart to try to create something. But just like it doesn't make sense. Not like that. Let one of them go heal. Yeah, that would have made more sense to me if like somebody somehow it just got woofed up to just forget about being a part of it. I want to be me and I'm going to wreck everything. I would have preferred to just been like that and Big and Big E did that than them to just rip them apart. Like, I don't, I don't think they would have done it. I think that's why they had to rip them apart. Now, granted, I am pissed about this and I do not like it. It does not make sense. I agree with all of y'all points. However, I can say that this is probably the only way they can truly get Big E by himself. And they didn't, I don't think they want him. Well, clearly they don't want him together no more, but. Uh, but I do think they feel it. They they know the gravity of what they're doing though, because they wouldn't have gave them a farewell match if they didn't. Like New New Day is SmackDown. What you mean? Like <laughs> like what in the heck? So you mean to tell me y'all are taking? Uh, I'm just whatever. Y'all y'all taking y'all taking the New Day away from SmackDown, but bringing the Rollins Mysterio beef. I think this is rating suicide personally, but whatever. Stupid, 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 stupid. I mean, the you know me, you know what me and Lady J stand on they ratings. So, <laughs> I mean for SmackDown, I think I mean for SmackDown, this is rating suicide um, a little bit. Uh, not maybe not suicide, but it's gonna hurt. I think it's gonna hurt, uh, Lady Lady J. I do feel like. That if WWE drops the ball with Big E's run, he gonna have to put them back. They gonna have to put him back with his buddies, bro. Because I, if they did all of this to tear them apart, they better have Big E as one of the next champions, and that's word. Because if you, because yeah. people are gonna be looking for Big E now, especially knowing that oh, he's yeah. literally by himself for real, not just his mm-hmm. partners are injured. And I don't have faith in WWE creatives for that. I really believe not they're gonna all. drop the ball with Big E. I feel it. I I agree. I can't say I don't agree. I but very much I, agree as well. I really do hope I really do hope that Big E gets a title. I hope this is worth it. I really, I am, I am hoping and praying that this gives him the shot and the title he deserves and he needs. Um, because if if it's not, if he does not, you're right. This is all for not. This is all pointless, and it's all BS. Um, and they're gonna have to find a way to fix it, indubitably. <laughs> um. So Bianca Belair. It's now the EXT of SmackDown. Um, But they traded Bianca for Naomi. So now Naomi is on Raw. So Raw is filling the glow. And (laughs) Bianca, uh, have y'all been watching the the little EST uh, little segments that they've been doing for her? Yes, and I think it's trash. I, uh, (laughs) 
I think it's trash because uh, not because not because it you know it'll be different if Bianca Belair did not come in wrestling and did she slam Tamina or Nia? She picked up one of them and slammed them. That's enough to say she's the right. EST of everything. Give her, right. her it's, it's time to put her in the ring. We get it. Right. Stop. The only time she has fought on Raw since she's been to, on the main roster has been to avenge her husband. I feel some type of way about that. Like I, <laughs> like, I love them together. I love their relationship. Team Bianca and Montez all day. But Bianca is Bianca Belair. She is the EST of WWE. And when are we going to see it outside of these little small segments? Now, granted, I love the segments. I'm not even going to BS. Like, I think they're so cute. But like you said, it's time to see her in the ring against somebody other than Zelina. This, right. this, this, come on, come on now, come on. She has, she got the mic skills, she got the uh, the persona, and she got the uh, wrestling ability. Why is she not fighting? But I also think that has a lot to do with the raw roster. I don't think there's anybody worth her fighting. I think, huh? Lacey but, Evans would be a nice match, but but Lacey Evans was on SmackDown, touche. So yes, like well, I see what I down now. So yeah, but what I'm saying is, the thing about her not fighting on Raw was who was she gonna fight? Um, she did the one tag match to um, she did the one tag match with uh Ruby Riot, which was which was good, which was good. But other than that, all she fought was Zelina, and it was over whatever Zelina did or said about Montez. Um, and, but when I think about it, I just be like, who else would she have fought besides Zelina or, uh, but where's Natalia been besides with Lana? What, what are they doing with Natalia now? I don't know. There's a lot of questions that I have about this raw women's division and where the fuck they at. There's a lot of what the fuck they at questions about this raw, raw women's division. And you know, you said something, and I have to scoop it, scoot it back just a little bit. Even mm-hmm. with the new day, right? Where are the rest of the tag teams? You know what I'm saying? Like you tearing down right. tag teams and you're not replacing them. The tag team division is struggling with the women too. So I'm I'm confused. That- I'm confused. Uh, you and I both. You and I both, cause I I've been wondering that too. Ever since it's, and you know, I got on my soapbox when they broke up uh, the iconics. So like, <laughs> like you mean to tell me we breaking up fire and desire, the iconics, and uh, who was I feel like they broke up like one other women's tag team, and then it was just like so. They just did. Um, they just did. Um. Oh, why can I think? Uh, why? Why can I get the names out of my mouth right now? Um, because what you call this? Pretty much super. Ab- uh, said super sister Abigail now. So that's another. Oh, that's the other one. They they broke up. Nikki and uh, Alexa. That's yeah, who Alexa. It was. I couldn't and get Alexa's name out of my. <laughs> and they technically broke up. Um. The role models now. The golden role models are no more. Um, so, yeah. Like, <sighs> come on. 
Come on. Like, y'all got to stop destroying. And then in the men's, half the tag teams got hurt partners because yep. Casey the Usos right now. Y'all just broke up. Well, the New Day just came back. Like, literally just came back. It was so, broken up the same night. <laughs> they still trying to break up the Lucha House Party. Like, I'm, it's just so many. Girl, 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 girl. So, um, we see Lars Sullivan is back. Mitch Bennett. <laughs> I said what I said. Um, that was an interesting comeback. He came back the same way he came back last time. Let's see if he stay back this time. I don't really, I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I mean, with everything else going on, I just, I don't care. It's not, you. oh, okay, yeah. Whoa, you know, Lars Sullivan is back, everybody. Like, all right, well, I mean, all right. Good yeah. job. <sighs> like, I think, I think they advertised it so much the first time and we expected so much the first time that this time it's just like, ooh. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, you like, got your job, yeah, right? you got like, your job. Like, I don't. I don't care. I, I don't. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that kind of feels like that. Because uh, uh, he came back right after the New Day broke up, right? So it's just like, wow. Yeah, you know. Ooh. Ooh. And, and then, let's just go back to this New Day breakup. Stephanie McMahon did that shit so trash. <laughs> like, but you, congratulations for winning the SmackDown Championships. But y'all are moving to Raw. Like, first of all, why did they win the SmackDown Championships if they moving to Raw? I think the Street Profits are going to move to SmackDown. And the truth is, I told you so. I'm trying to figure out how they finna trade these champions, though. Um, But yeah. Uh, other people that got traded, AJ Styles and Dana Brooke are now on Raw. Uh, Dana Brooke just there now so they could try to make her and Mandy a for real tag team, which I think is dumb because you broke up Fine Desire for to do what? Put Mandy in another tag team? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, hmm. Right, everybody I just, just sigh on it because you felt it. <laughs> I just, I, I'm... <sighs> I just don't completely know how I feel about Mandy Rose as a competitor. I, I don't know. I just don't. Is she just one of those people that's just like, you know, you she started to show you something and then it's just like she either disappeared or she starts digressing again, like going going backwards. And it's just like, okay. All right, I'm bored. <laughs> Next. That's why I'm now. If I was to rank the women's divisions um, out of the four shows that we've been talking about, it'll be NST, then SmackDown, then AEW, then Raw. Um, that's why I'm kind of glad. That's why I'm really glad that they moved Bianca to SmackDown. Because if it wasn't going back to SmackDown, if it wasn't going to SmackDown, I feel like Bianca would have been back on NST. Just point blank period. Because she, I, I really don't think she has any competition on Raw. Like, I looking at the Raw tag team division, and then, like, you got to think about it. Raw brought Mickey back. That's how, that's how the, tra- I don't want to say that's how trash the division is, but 
Low-key, that's kind of how trash the division is. Y'all brought Mickey James back. And then oh, just, oh, just, yeah. the, just the thumbs down her. You brought her back just right. to... <sighs> just to give her a title match that she lost and give her like two weeks of a storyline. Like, what? Well, I was like, what, what is, is this? this? What is this? Like, that granted, Mickey James is fly. Like, Mickey James is one of the greatest people ever. But at the same time, <laughs> like, you, that's like, that's like suiting Beth Phoenix up for a match or two just to, just to give your division some, some fluff. <laughs> right. You got to give. The more of this, the more of this week's episode is get your women's division together. Thank you. Like, I think that's just the lesson for this whole episode because I keep going back to this. And y'all need to do right by the new day because I we feel some type of way. I was gonna add. Can I add a little AEW news in right quick? Yeah. Oh, before you do that, yes, okay. you could do that. Before you do that, Halloween have it. NST is bringing back Halloween Havoc, and it's going to be October 28th. I kind of dig the fact that NST lately has been bringing back old WCW, ECW, and um, WWF pay-per-views, and I kind of dig it. It just did in my house, and now they're bringing back Halloween Havoc. So um, that's it. Um, Just a few shout-outs. A few shout-out to Chris Jericho, who just celebrated his 30th um year in wrestling that was pretty cool um big props i just found out this week that it was him that was singing his theme song so he has a rock group called fozzy and the song is judas and i listened to it and it's chris jericho singing it i was like oh my god so he's really the goat goat like so much respect for that because i didn't even know um shout out to um I don't like the fact that Cody Rhodes came back and he won the TNT championship for Mr. Brody Lee. They did a dog collar match. The first dog collar match they had in wrestling for a long time. One of the um, last people that were in one, he was in the audience. So that was pretty, you know, that was pretty cool. But Mr. Brody Lee lost the belt to Cody and, you know, come on now. Don't make him look like a jobber like we did in WWE. W.E., you know what I'm saying? It's Mr. Brody Lee now, so let's not do that. Um, I ain't like that. What else? Um, big ups to Orange does Cassidy. Still, huh? Does Brody Lee still have the Dark Order behind yeah, him? Yeah, he still he has the Dark leader? Order. He's still the leader okay. of Dark Order. Um, big ups to um, Orange Cassidy. He has a match against um, Cody Rhodes for the first year anniversary show, which is next week. Um Dynamite is celebrating their first year in the business. I need to check on their ratings for the last week because um a lot of people were watching because of the Chris Jericho episode. They had a lot of uh uh celebrities telling Chris Jericho congratulations for the thirtieth and all that stuff. Shaq was on there, so it was pretty cool. Um, people giving them shout outs. So I want to check on the ratings. Um, with that, I do like it's a a tag team. I forgot their name, but they come from, um, they, they, I think they either came from the, the, the Mexican or new Japan, but either way, like these tag teams, they're building it over there at AEW, which is all right. Um, that's good. What else? What else? What else? Big shout out to, um, oh Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. FTR, that which is 
the revival. They're they're still the tag team champs. They're you know whatever whatever. They're they broke. Nah. Up. I don't really. They fuck. They're fuck the revival. <laughs> it say FTR for uh fuck the rest, but I do think it's the revival. I do think nah, it's the revival. The revival. <laughs> Um, that's what I'm standing by. Probably, and I believe it because yeah, like um I don't like what AEW is doing with Miro. This is Rusev now. Miro should definitely be coming in harder than what they're doing with him. Like he came in as a best man for freaking um I can't even think of that dude's name right now. Like a little um Johnny Cage type dude. I forgot his name. Lord have mercy. But, I mean, you having him, you know, be a best man for that with Penelope Ford and all that. I'm like, that doesn't – whatever, bro. Like, you have – you leave a situation to where you dealing with relationship and marriage to being somebody's best man. Like, come on, AEW. I need you to work a little harder than that. Um, What else? Will Hobbs did a great job on that his wrestling match. Um. It's some new talent that's coming in. I, I like and just keep working on that women's division, please. Uh, Big Swole, she's representing. Um, that's Cedric Alexander's wife. She's representing very good. Uh, yeah, those are my few shout outs for AEW. Turn up. Um, did they ever finish the women's tag cup thing? Yeah, I just I forgot who won, but they they're not even building. And another thing, y'all had a whole women's tag cup, but it's still no women tag teams for real. So what was that for? You just putting single competitors together to do a cup for the women? Like you're just do better. <laughs> ah, you heard it here first. Do better. Do um, better. <laughs> but uh. Anything else from the good of everybody? Uh, I don't really. There's a lot of things that are happening at NXT. Um, as y'all know, uh, the NXT champion is Finn Balor. Y'all knew that, right? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I've been seeing a lot of advertisements okay. for it. I heard he's hurt though. He got a jaw injury. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he got a fractured jaw from his last match with uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Which was a good that match was good. They said so a lot if, of people. If y'all, have, if y'all um if y'all haven't seen it, watch Takeover Thirty One. It it it's it's a good it's a good takeover. Um, I like what they're doing at NST. I don't want to get into it because we need to end the show. But I really do like what they're doing at NST, and I encourage y'all to to at least watch the highlights every now and then. I did hear that a lot of people from this last takeover are hurt, though. So I need an injury report for you on Wednesday, if you let me know, please, because they said that a lot of people are hurt from that takeover. I believe it. I believe it, because just watch the takeover. (laughs) You'll believe it, too. (laughs) Just watch it. It was pretty bad off. Um, Yeah. So... But that's the only new champion that's on um, NXT, and Ember Moon is coming for Io Shirai. But y'all expected that. I mean, she coming back from an injury. That's the WWE way. You come back from an injury and you take a championship, right? 
That's how we do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but all right, y'all. Do y'all have anything else for the peoples? Pretty much. Uh, um, I sent the link. I did not read the link fully, but um, Alberto Del Rio is in jail. What? What? Yeah, I sent the link. I don't know exactly what he did, but Buddy is uh, arrested. Like it's a sexual assault. I read the link. It's a uh, he's huh. been not just accused, indicted on sexual Ooh. assault charges. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Um. Yeah, I read that. And on that note, uh, <laughs> y'all follow us on Instagram at Women Watch Wrestling Three. That's Women Watch Wrestling Three. One more time on Instagram. That's Women Watch Wrestling three and you can follow us on twitter at w3 podcast that's w3 podcast on twitter that's w3 podcast and with that we are out